this leads us to one of the people who really promoted this proxy war in Syria, uh, as well as obviously any war that's going, is uh, Senator John McCain from Arizona. And so McCain announcement this week, really big news. Uh, if, you, if you've read 21st Century Wire, you've seen my feature, which, you know, it was not an easy article to write, Mike, you know, because John McCain's just been diagnosed with brain cancer. Okay, this week. So he has a uh, not not a, I would say a rare form of brain cancer, but diagnosed with a brain tumor, uh, which is called um, glioblastoma is the name. And this was detected during a test at the world famous Mayo Clinic in Phoenix. It's the top cancer research and treatment center in the world. So that's right, you know, down the street from where McCain lives. So very fortunate to have the facilities right there at home. And so he's 80 years old. He's a senator, um, you know, by most people's estimation, Mike. Um, he's way past his sell-by date as a politician, okay? He's not super popular. Um, he's not particularly popular outside of uh, certain wealthy and military-industrial circles, even in his own state. Um, a lot of people uh, wanted to get him out of office. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> here he is. Diagnosed with cancer, you know, we hope it all goes well for McCain and his family. Obviously, it's uh, cancer is a, is a difficult thing for any family to go through, uh, any individual. Um, it's it, it it puts a lot of strain on on families, and uh, it's the treatment can be horrific. Now, John McCain is very fortunate because he will not have to uh, worry about uh, you know money or getting any medical treatment because he's probably got the best health care plan being a U.S. senator that you can have uh, outside of the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's going to get the best of everything. They'll, they'll spare no expense uh, for this guy. And the point that I wanted to point out to my readers, and this is an important point, is John McCain has been from the beginning even flying into Syria illegally to cavort and to promote the Free Syrian Army. Okay, and the so-called rebels. So this is the same Free Syrian Army and the rebels that occupied and terrorized the population of Aleppo since 2012. And they drove a truck bomb into the top cancer research hospital and treatment center in the Middle East, Al-Kindi Hospital in Aleppo. And his, John McCain's rebels, drove a truck bomb into there. I posted the video on 21st Century Wire, and they shouted, Allah Akbar, as they destroyed that hospital. That's McCain's rebels. That's his army. That's John McCain's little army in Syria. So so how would John McCain feel at this moment in time? Uh, should somebody drive such a truck bomb right into the heart of the Mayo Clinic? Yeah. How would that how yeah, how would they feel? How many people have been denied treatment of cancer in Syria? And by the way, John McCain is, has been arming and promoting the, the, these terrorist groups which he calls rebels, okay, opposition. He's been promoting, arming them, uh, anything anything for these guys, United States taxpayers is going to pay for and organize, okay. And he's been doing so saying that these people are ushering in freedom in Syria. Now, what John McCain's not telling you is that if you have any cancer in Syria, you will get free treatment on the Syrian National Health Service even cancer treatment. And you and it won't be like this country where you have to be on a waiting list until you just about die before you get treatment. You will be, the serious cases will be put to the front of the queue. 
and you'll get it, and it's paid for by the government, by Bashar al-Assad's government, thank you very much. But not anymore, because they blew up the hospital. They blew up the hospital. And not only that, because of economic sanctions imposed on Syria, led by people like John McCain, all of the health facilities, clinics all over the country, and that provide this sort of care, are unable to provide it. How many, how many thousands of people have died or have been permanently injured as a result of not getting basic medical care mm. or simple thing like antibiotics, which I saw when I was in Syria? People with wounds or infections that should have been taken care of immediately, instead having amputations because of the efforts of John McCain. So while we all wish John McCain the speedy recovery and a successful treatment for his uh, tumor. Who, who's who's doing the same for the people of Syria? And does John McCain uh, care about the thousands of Syrians who have not been able to get cancer treatment in their own country because of the uh, revolution that he's been uh, uh, financing and blowing up hospitals, cancer treatment hospitals in Syria and blaming it on the Russians? Uh, by the way, they tried that, by the way, in the media. They tried to spin that hospital was bombed by the Russians mm. afterwards. Okay, BBC, I think, was also involved in some of that spin. So that's what I'm asking with regards to John McCain. And this is not an easy uh, thing to put down on paper because, you know, you can be uh, accused of being cruel to somebody who's in their uh, 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 trying time. Okay, but this is a special case because this man has gone for just about any kind of aggression or war, wanting to gin up any kind of, you know, attacking people who are uh, advocating for detente with Russia, McCain will openly attack them on the basis that, that, that we need to be at war with these countries. That's what he believes. So um, what, what drives this man then? Is this something, is this ideological, or is it just purely military-industrial money? Is that Well, it's... It, 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 it's a couple of things, Mike. Um, in terms of military industrial money, the reason John McCain has his campaign coffers full every year is because of the jobs he's brought to Arizona from Boeing, Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, and General Dynamics. I mean, I could, the list goes on. Okay. The, Arizona is a military industrial defense state as much as any other state, uh, except from, you know, there's a few others that are bigger like Texas and, California and uh, Virginia uh, and some of these these uh, hubs of the military industrial complex but Arizona is 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 a big player in this so it's that's part of it Mike the other part is I really think I always thought he had a screw loose or there's something going on or he's not fit to serve in public office because he's not all there now if if he's got this condition with uh, the, the the brain cancer that could affect your mental faculties and how long has that been going on? And that's the point that we've been making. You know, why not retire? He, he should have announced his retirement, in my opinion, the minute he was diagnosed. He's 80 years old, for God's sake. I mean, he's done enough. And just ask the people of Aleppo as well. They'll agree he's done enough. Mm. Okay, he's had a good long career. Okay, and he's still lionized as a war hero, an American hero, because he was a POW in Vietnam and all the rest of that. But that has nothing to do with today. That was that was a long time ago, and we can go in and litigate his war career and the fact that he graduated at the bottom of his class at Annapolis and he shouldn't have been able to fly anyway. 
but because his father was a rear admiral, John Sidney McCain III was allowed to uh, fly combat. Okay, we won't get into any of that. It's not only Syria, Mike, but this guy was cavorting with effectively neo-Nazis in the Ukraine right before the coup. Mm. So he was helping to whip up the street mobs. And, you know, when this is what we found time and time again, Mike. When you, when you have the jihadists literally saying, and we see that we've seen their posts on social media, begging even Banna of Aleppo, their little mascot, the jihadi mas- the terrorist mascot Banna, whose father is an extremist, by the way, worked for ISIS as a Sharia lawyer in the Sharia court. And I've been to that Sharia court. Uh, which has now been liberated by the Syrian army in Aleppo. When they, they're saying, please bomb us, please bomb Syria, please United States, we want World War III, you know, to save us from Assad and the Russians. And so w- when you whip up the, the worst elements like this by promising that the United States is behind you militarily, and they did this in the Ukraine, they said, don't, you know, go for it, go for, overthrow that government, we're right behind you. We've got the U.S. State Department. We've got NATO. We're all for it. And then sort of the chaos that came after that, a bloody civil war in the Ukraine. It should never have happened. Okay, and who instigated it? John McCain. John McCain was right there. He had no business being on a stage with neo-fascist, neo-Nazis in the Ukraine before the coup, but yet there he is. We we all (laughs) hope John McCain gets well. But uh, his career of recent, especially in the last decade, this guy is responsible for the cancer of conflict that has metastasized all over this planet. And it's fueled by profits from the same military industrial complex companies that this man whose interests he represents. That's not debatable. That's a fact. So what I'm just saying is let's put it into perspective. What is wrong with this guy. And so he even blamed, you know, this, he, he protested the CIA stopping this, uh, uh, aid to Al Qaeda and, and rebels. He said he's, he's handing, uh, if these reports are true, the administration is playing right into the hands of Vladimir Putin. Okay. So, so he, it's a Russian conspiracy to John McCain. This guy's not fit to be in office. Retire already. Go play some golf. Give the rest of the world a break, please. Allow for some peace to happen. His his, intre- his geomancing interest is uh, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. The two of them form a kind of a double act. And uh, Graham's worldviews are even more deranged uh, than John McCain's. I don't want to get into it, but uh, he's a real piece of work. So, it's you know, they, they get their geopolitics out of Goldfinger. Straight, it's gleaned straight out of Ian Fleming's uh, novel there. So there we are with, with, with John McCain, and he lost his mind during the Comey hearings. Everyone saw it playing video poker during this Senate Intelligence Committee hearing when they're talking about Syria. He was playing video poker. Um, so this guy's completely out of it. He's done enough damage, Mike. He's done enough damage. He's not an American hero in my book. He's been a curse on American foreign policy, this guy. And um, the sooner he gets out of there, the better. I think. And and no doubt he'll be replaced by another hawk. They'll work on someone else. Looks like Tom Cotton from Arkansas is being groomed to take McCain's place in terms of being the real promoter of warfare, which is sad because um, 
I, I think uh, Cotton's potentially a very dangerous individual, and he's bankrolled. He, he was put in office by Israeli money, or I, you know, Jewish lobby money. Actually, that's a, a factual statement. Got mm. guys like McCain. I'm not sure what to say about him. He's in Arizona, and you know what? You know what else is in Arizona is the cryogenic, the cryogenic companies, and I think they're based in Scottsdale. And so what they do is they freeze. Uh, these famous people pay lots of money, and they freeze their heads, or I don't know, their brains, or something. I don't know. So maybe, maybe McCain will. Maybe they'll. He's one of these elites. Maybe they'll freeze him wow. and revive him later when they find a, a cure for aging or something like that. I don't know. Perhaps they'll download him and create the next generation AI. Yeah, or scan. You said scan his brain. Yeah, they scan his brain to make. So John, if they scan John McCain's brain. For the next generation of AI, in other words, have an AI cyborg that thinks like John McCain, maybe some the ultimate Manchurian candidate, right? But um, I don't know. They better do it quick. He's getting a bit senile. At least that's what it looked like in the Comey hearing. So they are going to scan him. They better move fast. <laughs> so there, there he goes, John McCain, and an end of an era. Still not yet, though, Mike. He's still not tendered his uh, resignation. So we've implored that he do the right thing for the American people uh, and retire. Yeah, it's not a lot to ask, and you know he deserves it. He's he's worked, he's he's done a lot, not all good, but he's done a lot, and uh, he should be playing golf right now and enjoying his retirement instead of trying to blow up uh, half the world. Definitely shouldn't be litigating war and peace between nuclear powers like Russia and the U.S. Yeah, I don't think he should be doing that. So there he goes. Look, we're going to take a short commercial break, and uh, we'll be back uh, right after this. We're on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also on 21stCenturyWire.com on the live stream. And uh, we'll pick you up just after the other side of this break. Stay right there. Everyone gets everything he wants. I wanted a mission. They gave me one. Brought it up to me like room service. Captain Willard, are you in there? Yeah, I'm It was a real choice mission. And when it was over, I'd never want another. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sunday Wire. I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. We're streaming out live on the Alternate Current Radio Network and also at 21stCenturyWire.com. I'm here in studio uh, with my co-host and guest this week, uh, Mike Robinson, editor of the UK Column. Hello, Mike. Hello, Pat. Uh, beautiful day. Uh, so the weather's cleared up, and we're really, really happy about that because uh, it's been a bit rainy recently, but uh, it's gorgeous out today. And uh, so we're in our new daylight studio here. Up on the uh, the citadel of uh, of Plymouth, uh, so it's absolutely wonderful. Now uh, we're talking about John McCain before the break, and then you know we're say, saying how can this how could this man be so belligerent, and you know what is driving him, and um, 
you know, we'll just play this clip here. This is this is a good look inside. This is from Face the Nation. This is a you know, big sort of TV show in America. And this was kind of McCain uh, doing what he does best. Listen to this here. We'll get an idea of how this man thinks. And we begin this morning with Senator John McCain. Senator McCain, you want an investigation, a bipartisan investigation. The president-elect says that this notion of Russians trying to be involved in the election is ridiculous. What do you make of that disconnect? I don't know what to make of it because it's clear the Russians uh, interfered. Now, whether they intended to uh, interfere to the degree that they were trying to elect a certain candidate, I think that's a subject of investigation. But... The facts are stubborn things. They did hack into this campaign, and they did it, uh, I think, with some of, at least what seemed to be effective of sort of uh, every week or so there was new uh, information. And were they hacking the Republicans uh, the same way, the Republican National Committee? And if so, why didn't they? uh, There's a whole lot of issues out there. It requires an investigation. Okay, they've had, I'm just going to interrupt McCain there. We've had six months of investigations, and they've come up with nothing. This was back in December. This, and I remember I watched this on on Sunday. I think Sunday morning, on uh, one of the major networks. I think it was I don't know, it was ABC or CBS or something, uh, NBC. And uh, I was just dumbfounded by this interview at the time. Now looking back at it, this man is not playing with a full deck. Okay, uh, we know this now. But he's echoing what, what you hear in the mainstream media. Let's, let's let him finish. Uh, the president has ordered an investigation for that. You're not going to find all this out in the next month between administrations. It's fine with me if he starts an investigation. But it's going to require congressional involvement. It's going to require in-depth. And by the way, the Russians have interfered in a lot of other elections. The Russians have hacked into some of our most secret uh, military information. What other elections have the Russians interfered with John McCain? Because I'm looking here, I got a list of 80 elections the United States has interfered with, uh, no less than 80. Uh, we've read some of these on previous shows, but um, it, it's just typical. He's just they're just repeating the script. The Russians have been active using it as a tool as part of Vladimir Putin's ambition to regain uh, Russian prominence and dominance in some parts of the world. So your point is both there is specific evidence that points you to this conclusion, and then there's a broader pattern of behavior that the Russians have been a part of. And, and they have uh, they have hacked. They have uh, a case of a little country called Estonia that basically try to cut shut down their economy for a while. Uh, they have. So how do you how do you shut down an economy, Mike? Like Estonia, I didn't hear. I never heard of this. So so the Russians. So Putin tried to shut down the economy of uh, Estonia says John McCain. This is interesting. I haven't heard this before. Neither have I. How do, how do you do that? How do you shut down a country's economy without anybody knowing? Because <laughs> I didn't know about it. I don't know anybody who who, who has. But anyway, it's all good. Uh, intervened. Uh, uh, here's a... F- uh, 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 he doesn't know what he's talking about. Fundamental fact that we... And we may get to this later on. Yeah, when are you going to get to the point, John? Come on. Vladimir Putin is a thug and a murderer and a killer and a KGB agent. He had okay. There you go. <laughs> so, so, uh, so <laughs> you see, I spit that out. It was beautiful. It really was beautiful. So, so Vladimir Putin is a KGB agent. 
Okay, so this this is assuming John McCain in his infinite wisdom and that he is of, you know, has normal faculties, um, that the KGB must have be open for business and has a secret branch running somewhere and that Putin is still employed by the KGB. So then that means the Soviet Union still running a shadow government too then because isn't the KGB attached to the Soviet Union, right? Right. So... The, um, uh, this is amazing. This is. Let's hear that again because I, I really enjoyed that. Let's listen to that one more time. Hold on. Mayor Putin is a thug and a murderer and a killer and a KGB agent. He had he had Boris Nemtsov murdered in the shadow of the Kremlin. So here's one that we hear a lot. Putin uh, had Boris Nemtsov killed uh, on the bridge opposite the Kremlin uh, just uh, I think two years ago now. And so they attribute this assassination to Putin immediately. CNN, everybody was on the bandwagon with this. So here's McCain. So when you accuse a head of state of carrying out a, a contract killing, um, you better have some evidence to back that up. Most people would expect that you would, right? Because that's a hell of an accusation, isn't it? Uh, there's no need as far as I can see. We we in Britain are still maintain that Putin – Put the contract out on Litvinenko with polonium two ten. Polonium two ten. So, so it seems to be that Western uh, interests are quite happy to make these unfounded, unproven allegations. Yeah, and so in this environment, this hysterical environment, I'm just going to throw something out to our listeners and to you, Mike, as an idea. In in such a hysterical environment, where you can attribute just about anything that happens to Putin, okay, including the solar eclipse. Okay, um, wouldn't this be a fertile environment for someone like, let's just say, the CIA to go and pay somebody to go kill somebody who's an opposition politician or a journalist in Russia because automatically this will be blamed on Putin by the West? This is the sort of environment that has been uh, uh, developed here. Oh, they, they wouldn't do that, Patrick? They would never do that. It, they, they, they couldn't possibly do that. Cash in on that no. level of hysteria, right? No. So so this, but if you look back at history, Mike, it's always, this is how it's done, basically. This is how World War One started, by the way. Yeah. Uh, in this exact same environment. Uh, let's listen to the rest of this man. He has dismembered the Ukraine. He has. A- okay. Putin has dismembered the Ukraine. Hold on. John McCain dismembered Ukraine, didn't he? Yeah, he was there. He started the coup. Uh, but Putin did it, apparently. But but McCain says that they they backed the, uh, the, the what they called the change in government in order to stop Putin. But what they did was they triggered a referendum in Crimea where they voted to 90-plus percent to join the Russian Federation. Mm and say, uh, to hell with Kiev, we don't want to have any part of that, and they're persecuting ru- ethnic Russians and Russian speakers in the east of the Ukraine. And that's a real genuine civil war that's going on, where the uh, U.S.-appointed president, Poroshenko, is using the military against his own people, mm. the exact thing that they're accusing Assad of mm. in Syria. Amazing. Now precision strikes by Russian aircraft on hospitals in Aleppo. Okay, so precision airstrikes by Russian aircraft on hospitals in Aleppo. 
and so this gets us back to our original point. Which hospitals, John? You mean the hospital that was blown up by the Free Syrian Army? Al-Kindi Hospital? Uh, or Al-Quds Hospital? All these sort of hospitals have been taken over by Al-Nusra Front, who, who were paying through USAID via Syrian American Medical Association or Society, or through the White Helmets, or any of these other shell organizations, the Aleppo Council, et cetera, et cetera. Is that what we're talking about, John? I think maybe, yes. Let's call Vladimir Putin for what he is. Does that mean you don't deal with him or talk to him? Of course you talk to him, but you do it the same way that Ronald Reagan did, and that's from a position of strength. And by the way, the Congress of the United States is not acting very responsibly. And and, and that's a real strong position in Syria right now, isn't it? The U.S. has. Is that a position of strength? Is that what they call it? That may be what they believe. On that issue, which is a subject of another uh, encounter with us, based on, between us. Based on what you've heard President-elect say about Russia, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to share your view of Russia and speaking about it plainly. If speaking about it plainly is the really the starting position in your case, then, is, then, then, what, do you, then what do you say to the President-elect about his view of Russia? I say I hope that he will listen to people like General Mattis, for example, his uh, appointee to the the Secretary of Defense. I hope that he would call people that he respects and who uh, the American people respect and and get the facts. The facts are there about Russian behavior and Russian not just hacking into the United States 2016 election campaign, but throughout the world. Okay, so Russia's hacking into elections throughout the world. John McCain said the facts are there. Uh, what facts, John? And how many months since this interview? I haven't seen any facts. This this doesn't just apply to John McCain, unfortunately. This applies to, to them all, doesn't it? Uh, they make statements these days. Uh, they're not required to provide any facts to back things up. This happens in the UK as well. I mean, the other the other person that we could mention that uh, support was supported the Free Syrian Army at the same time McCain was, was over in Syria. In fact, exactly the same time uh, was our good friend Brooks Newmark, MP at the time, uh, who had been uh, in uh, Syria or on the Syrian border with Turkey, with McCain, uh, making promises to the Free Syrian Army that the British government was about to vote to bomb yeah, Syria. Yeah, don't worry, the bombs are coming. Uh, and and from that time to this, Brooks Newmark and his friends have made statements after statements, and every time they get challenged to back those statements up with facts, they don't have any facts to back them up. No. So whatever disease it is that John McCain has in this area is one that is shared by every politician uh, of similar mind in UK as well as in the United States. It must be contagious. Yes. Whatever it is. I think it's a mind virus. It's a mem. It's a mem. There's many of them, by the way. So this is his uh, partner, McCain's special friend, Lindsey Graham. And uh, here's Lindsey Graham uh, in front of the, uh, I think it was defense. Oh, he's attacking the defense secretary for not, not planning for a war with Russia because obviously we need to be ready for a war with Russia, uh, because that's what they want to see. Here he is, the uh, South Carolina peach, Lindsey Graham. Senator Graham. Well, thank you to my colleagues for letting me uh, jump ahead. I appreciate it very, very much. I want to see if I've got this right. Um, 
We're going to train people inside of Syria to fight ISIL rather than training them outside of Syria. Equip them inside and train them inside, right? A complete idiot. Another one. Doesn't know what's going on. Strategy. Uh, Yes, that's where they are. Okay. So, you know, count me in for trying to help. Do we still want to replace Assad? Absolutely. Is that a goal of ours? Yes, a transition from Assad to a government of... So so Graham's grilling Ash Carter. This was was during uh, the latter uh, part of the uh, uh, Obama administration. So this is... uh, Area that is General Dunford and moderate and together. General Dunford. Uh, is it smart to let ICE, uh, Russia fight ISIL and we stay out of the fight? Uh, Russia is not fighting ISIL, Senator. But that wouldn't be a good idea to rely Sorry. on Russia to fight ISIL for us. Sorry, Sorry Russia is not fighting ISIL. According to the chief, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Dumfort and, uh, and Lindsey Graham, uh, Russia is not fighting ISIL. Well, maybe they hadn't started. This was still... Uh, I think this was in the fall of 2015, actually. Senator, I think we need to be engaged in advancing our own national interest. We have a national interest okay. in dealing with ISIL, and okay. we should be doing that. Okay, we here's the do it question. more effectively. I'm not confident that Russia right. is, is effective, is I'm, effective I'm, at doing I'm, that. I'm a million percent with you. Are we going to supply air support for the people we train to fight ISIL? We are, Senator. Do those same people want to take a side down? The ones that we are supporting right now are focused on ISIL. So they have a goal to take a side down. Uh, Senator, I don't know. Uh, what do you mean you don't know? Well, the ones we're supporting, I, I, I don't know because the folks Don't you think su- most people in Syria want two things? They want to fight. They want to destroy ISIL and get rid of Assad, the person who's killed 250,000 of their family. Uh, Is that really a mystery? Um, actually, Lindsay, I'm going to have to correct him because most people in Syria don't want to take Assad down. I think his approval rating is probably hovering just uh, just above 75%. Uh, and so the only people that want to take him down are the uh, uh, jihadi nut jobs, okay, that uh, they want to uh, arm, train, and equip here. So you, so this is this is how a senator talks to the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Can you believe this? In, 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 a, in a Senate hearing. I mean, just rude, cutting them off. Talking, you know, ridiculous. So how anybody thinks that Lindsey Graham has anything to say about national security or defense or foreign policy has anything coherent to say or to contribute in that conversation is beyond me, Mike. I've seen this guy do the same act so many times, and I've seen him even with, with, uh, with McCain doing it as a double act during the little town hall meetings. Tweedledum and Tweedledee. Tweedledee, Tweedledum. Oh, my gosh. 